Have you been judged for choosing to live a child-free lifestyle? Today, we're debunking myths and challenging norms as we celebrate the freedom of living life on our own terms. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my boo-boos and my babies. (laughs) (laughs) Both of y'all. All of y'all. Oh, Mm -hmm. the BBs. Yeah. My loves. How are you feeling today? Mi reyes and mi reinitas. Oh. That's my love. No, my kings and my like my little princesses, my little queens. Oh, <laughs> girl, reinita, re, yeah, reina is like Hello. a queen. Period. All of that. Yes, all of you. What's up? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling great, actually. Great. What, I'm what? feeling great. I feel like I had a nice, um, slow morning, which was different for me. You know, usually I. What kind of morning do you usually have? Jam packed. All of, my mornings are usually jam packed with getting from one de- thing to the girl. Next yeah, thing. you do fill it up. Yeah, I fill it up. And this week, I was I'm really proud of myself because I freed myself from the obligation of having to follow my routine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great when your routines work for you, but it's also good when you can recognize that I need to take a step back and just live. I just need to live. Yeah, I want to do something different. I want to do something different. And this is a total sidebar, but it's relevant. Um. I was recently diagnosed with ADD confirmed. I told y'all, if you listen to the episode, I already felt like I had it, but it's confirmed now. Yeah. And um, I've been like doing more research and looking into more coping skills and mechanisms. And I came across this lady and she was like, remember, you're a human being, not a human doing. And that really resonated with me because I get so caught up in like tasks and trying to do one thing after the next thing. And I'm like, yo, I need to find a way to live. Yeah. And I am just here being. I don't have to always be doing. And when I feel myself getting wrapped up in the doing, I need to take a step back. Period. So it felt good. I was like, I'm not going to the gym this weekend. I'm not going. I And then because we had so much stuff to do for today, I felt like I was feeling pressure. I was like, how am I going to go to breath work and do this and do that and review my notes and da, 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 da. Like, no, uh-uh. something's got to go. Something has to be deprioritized. Something has to deprior- be deprioritized. And unfortunately today, not even unfortunately, but today it's the thing that you're used to doing. Right. So I had to cancel my breath work class. And I was like, I'll just charge it to the game, the $9 fee. Thankfully, it was just $9. Yeah, it Sometimes, was just $9. Sometimes, you know, they get cray-cray. But I felt good about the decision because I felt like I made it on my own terms. I was like, what's the priority today? I do that. I do that frequently with them classes. Like, you know what? <laughs> I was in a different I was in a different headspace when I booked this class, mm-hmm. and today I'm not. Yeah. I was like, you can't go today. And it felt good because I was able – I feel more prepared to do the things that are a priority today. So – 
Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. Yeah. I'm I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. I need to write that down so I don't forget it. You do write that down. Because I be forgetting shit. That's a win. A win. <laughs> it's a win. I'm like, what happened? Y'all What's won. Y'all won. Y'all won. Exactly. <laughs> y'all won. Y'all won. Y'all won. <laughs> Baby, the way we better be zip tight. I LA better so, be on your zone. I am so excited for the Beyonce concert. Although I'm, I was like, damn. We really should have been on our Zoom and made plans to go see Beyonce somewhere else. The way Atlanta showed up and showed out, and I know that Houston is. What, do you want to go somewhere else to do it? It's too late now. I'm saying we should have been on our Zoom. And, and like, like made a trip out of it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Next concert. We'll do that for another concert. Yes. Shit, at the end of the day, when the tickets are $500 a pop, I can't afford to be in no other place. I need to be I home. Mean, go, go, I'm go home. <laughs> the lodging got to be free. Okay? Because now we add up the flights and girl. the accommodations and the lodging and the Ubers and the girl. Yeah. The tickets got to go down first. These, these concerts. Shit. They get it in blood. Girl. I'm like, hold on now. And these hacks that y'all are talking about. No longer work. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think the hacks are hacking. They no longer work. Shit. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm so excited, I'm excited to see Beyonce. Be on your Zoom. I'm so excited to see that it one. Better, we better be able to hear a mouse piss on cotton. I want it to be so quiet. When she says, look around, everybody on mute. There's no cheering. No screams. There's Y'all no... screaming premature. I'm like, girl, Until just. Until she say, look around, just me and my crew. Big, Big energy. energy. That's that is when, when you. you... Do... Yes. Look around, everybody on mute. Look around, it's me and my crew. Then you can turn up. I don't want to hear the premature tears. Uh, did you see that one boy that was like, y'all fucked it up? And when she said, y'all won, y'all won, he was like, we won. <laughs> he went and called me and said, the switch up. You flip flop it. Because it's not confirmed until she says we've won. It's not confirmed until she says it. But, but girl, mute, you can hear the fan blowing up in there. Mute literally means mute. They did the mannequin challenge too. They did the bed. They was like, you damn near can't even move. (laughs) We taking this here. She said, y'all take, y'all taking this mute serious. Y'all serious about this mute. We are serious, Beyonce. We cannot wait. I'm going to be so serious. Girl, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be so serious in there. I'm still trying to get my outfit together. I'm still trying to get my outfit together, but my heart is excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My heart. I'm so excited to be be in that bitch. Look around. Anyway, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, Coming off the heels of a little bit of work travel. Mm -hmm. I really like traveling places. This was for work. But I, you know, I I be doing my explore thing. Like I took myself to dinner a couple of days Uh while I was out there. Have you ever been to Texas? Was that your first time? As an adult, yeah. Okay. I went as a child to Houston. What was your experience? This was my first time in Dallas. I love the black people, girl. You know, like. When you go to a place like Texas or the South and you see like more black people doing everyday things, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a culture shock because in L.A. it's not like that. So what what was the everyday things that you see? Well, I just went to Papado. Papado's Papado. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's the night you took yourself to dinner by yourself? Yeah. In one of the nights. Mm-hmm. And they had it was just all everybody that worked there was black. Literally yeah. everyone. that It was a couple of others, but. Everybody was black. Everybody sitting at the bar was black. There was like black men eating. And there were some fine ones too. I'm like. Were you making yourself look available? I don't know if they were available. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know if they were available. I don't know if they were available, but it's just like a real change of scenery. Yeah. You don't see that out here like that. It's not like there's a lack of black people, but 
you don't see it like that. Mm-hmm. If you and then when I went to work, um, and the building that we were in was like a big corporate building, and there was hella niggas in there too. I'm like, are things really better in Texas? It's bigger. You know that's the slogan. Oh, bigger. I thought it said better. <laughs> it's bigger. <laughs> but they might be bigger. Shit. They might be bigger. Bigger and better. Might be bigger. Anyway, I just had a good time experiencing a new little change of scenery yeah. and a little like change of pace for a couple of days. It was nice. Yeah, nice to break up the monotony, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to work. Especially when I've been working from home. For what? Two, three years? Three years. Damn. Yeah. Girl, I was shaking putting on those business, smart business casual yeah, clothes. Yeah, smart. I'm like, smart casual. <laughs> smart I'm casual. like, shit. Girl. Hey. You did it. You did but, it. But um, yeah. Other yeah. than that, um, I'm good. My sister moved in this weekend and I feel good about it because she has, her stuff is fitting in just fine. Perfect. I cleared out one whole closet and all her stuff's in there. Perfect. Thank God. It's going to be a smooth transition. I It is. And I prayed on it. Period. Lord, you are good. I said, cover it, cover us. Period. <laughs> Cover it, cover us, help her make friends, help yeah. us. So yeah, I feel good. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, and I'm glad uh, we're here today with y'all. Damn. Yeah, we're closing out August. <laughs> Not yet, are we? Yes. Okay, yeah, we are. This is our last episode of August. Okay, yeah. It was a five-week month. Oh, it is. It is. It is the last episode. Shit. It is. August You know, we'd be prepped and primed, so I don't really need to <laughs> Yeah, August came... August came and went in my eyes, but what month isn't coming and going nowadays, you know? Yeah, this year is flying. It is. So we're in our last month goodie bag. I mean, last, not last month, but our last episode of the month, we've been doing our goodie bag where we have been doing our thing. Yeah, just talking about topics that feel good to us, things that we feel like, you know, resonate with the community that you can find value in and that we are finding value in. So it's always nice when we switch it up a little bit. I love the series, but I also like just dibbling and dabbling and exploring. You know, it's like a sampler. It is. You know? A Friday's. <laughs> remember the elephant bar? You tell me about that. Oh. I remember elephant bar. I just never had their sampler. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now that was the sampler of samplers. The yeah. sampler. If you know, you know. But that yeah, part. a little bit of everything. Yes. So we're here wrapping it up. And this is a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, because I haven't heard many people talking about it. Explicitly. We talking about it. We just ain't talking about it on air or amongst people. No. And so <laughs> I'm turning 35. By the time you're listening to this, I'm either about to turn 35 tomorrow or already 35. And that can be a trigger age for some people because it's like when you're 35, Mm -hmm. um, people start asking the question, so are you going to have kids? Like in a way where it's like, you know, have you decided if you don't have kids, like what's going on? When are they entering the picture? When are they entering the chat? What are your thoughts around that? I'm like, um, I can't say, though, I don't really get that question a lot, but I know that it's a thing. Yeah. It can, it, it's a thing. And like we said, people don't really talk about it a lot. But being child, child free by choice is actually a thing, y'all. Yeah. It's a thing. And I want to preface this conversation by saying that everybody has their indiv- individualistic views and thoughts. There's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But we have to start having respect for people who feel differently and decide differently than we do. 
So I'm going to preface this conversation by saying that. Yeah. But um, yeah, being child free by choice is a thing. Yeah. More and more millennials and Gen Z's, because y'all are part of this conversation too, Yeah, are deciding not to have kids. They are. It's a real thing. Like a lot of, even my friends, more of my friends, not than not, but a lot of them are like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Like last night I was out with a, of a girlfriend and she was like, yeah, I just don't think I want to do it. And that's becoming more and more of a conversation. It's becoming more and more common where you'll ask somebody or you guys are talking about children or life planning and they're like, I don't think it's a fit for me. When back in the day, that was not a That vibe. was not the case. That you was know? not the case. And I've been having conversations with different people saying the same thing. Um, it's been all women. Yeah. I feel like men feel differently about this because, mm-hmm. you know, they have this whole they want a legacy. It was so funny because I saw this video. She was like, you know, y'all men are saying I want a legacy. Is Some of y'all ain't even got shit. <laughs> you know, I have I have thoughts around the legacy conversation, too. I don't think legacy is just attached to leaving children behind. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a legacy and not like Tracy Ellis Ross. She's going to leave behind a legacy despite having children or not having children. Right. Your legacy could be what you're known for, what it is that you do, how much you've impacted people. You know that there's legacy could be a lot of things. A legacy can be a lot of things. You know? But when it comes to men in particular, their idea of a legacy is their children. Please don't. It's their children. And then we got to shift It's their children. So I have not heard from one man. I have not heard one man yet declare that they don't want children. Mm -hmm. But I have been hearing more women say like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of leaning on the side of no. Yeah. You know, I'm leaning on the side of no. And there was a 2021 Pew Research survey that shows that 40, 44% of non-parents ages 18 to 49 say it's not too likely or mm-hmm. not, not likely at all that they will have children someday. See? And that's going up. It's going up. Yeah, it's on the rise. It's going up each year. The amount of babies that are being born is on the decline. I can feel it, though. I feel like millennials, we are so um, hyper aware of the economy, what it takes to live, everything we have to work towards. I feel like our, we're just going to say goals, our timeline is being pushed back further and further. So things like children become more and more of an option, not like a mandate. And I think that's, that's okay. So that was the thing. Just like home buying. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, is it practical for me? Like, we really are thinking in terms of practicality and not just like because society says we should do it, we should do it. The societal pressure. Exactly. And I, I, I feel us growing away from that. But if I'm being honest, there's still still a little bit that lingers. Of course. There's the what's the generation before us? Gen, gen X. Gen, um, yeah. Generation X. Generation X. Gen X, which is our parents. No, and that's then, not our parents. Maybe some of y'all parents. Our our parents are um Why? Not boomers. Maybe they are Gen X. Mad Hatters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are Gen X. Like the very, very beginning of Gen X. Well, whatever generation mm-hmm. their name of their generation is, but some of that still lingers from the conditioning from our parents, from our grandparents. And they're usually the ones who are questioning or mentioning when are we going to have kids? I want my grandbabies. Yeah. You know, this is what you were created to do when I was your age. I had, you mm-hmm. know, all of mm-hmm. that, that societal mm-hmm. pressure 
in that conditioning, like I said, kind of lingers. And I feel like that's the part that prevents some of us from fully declaring, I don't want kids. I'm not having kids. Yeah. Yeah, for you know? sure. For sure. I like my mom is like that. My mom. Yeah. Your mom like, don't let up. off. She it. wants a grandbaby. I'm like, mom. <laughs> she was like, y'all need to be having kids. No, we don't. That is that's her claim. To <laughs> we fame. don't I'm need like, Girl. to. And right now she's um, nurturing uh, her grandniece, Not her great niece, her great niece. She's been looking at like the she's nurturing. building a really close relationship with her great niece, my cousin's baby, mm-hmm. and it's just giving her so much life. Like having this it's small, like giving ba- her purpose. Yes, this little small baby that she can like be sort of like a grandmother figure to. Also, my mom's sister, the which would be the baby's grandmother has passed. So she feels like this special obligation or this certain obligation to like really be there. And it's just doing something for her. She's it like, is. I'm so glad I got this little baby. I'm so glad I got my little niece. I'm like, I'm glad too, girl. Let's take the pressure off of me because I don't know if, if it's happening or when it's happening or none of that. So get your thrills. My mom has grandchildren because I have a host of siblings. Good. Um, so she has four. Mm-hmm. She has four grandkids and she already knows not to come hit you to pressure me. She yeah. she even be like, you know, I know Brittany probably not having kids. It's so it's not her. It'll be like my grandma who has her great great grandchildren and grandchildren saying, being like, greedy. I just really want Why one. you being greedy? I just really want one from you. My first granddaughter. <laughs> You it, it makes it's no the greed. And the thing you is, already have it. You won't even barely see the child. You won't have any part of actively raising the child. Yeah. Stop. And yeah. I remember once my auntie had said something like, "You know, I'm just praying. I'm just praying for you. Praying, praying for over you. the womb. Praying for you to have a child and a family." I'm like, hold on. I am not standing in agreement with that. <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't want you to pray for that for me. Yeah. Why are you praying for that? Like, did I say that? I I could see if I came and was like, you know, auntie, I'm really, I'm just really in a yearning place where I for want a this. child. Uh, pray for me. Yeah. Don't pray that if I didn't ask you. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. pray for that. So I'm like, y'all got to chill. Y'all got to chill on that. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what, what my hopes and dreams and plans are for my life. You're just over there praying and wishing and hoping. And you ain't got to do that. You don't have to do that. You got to do that for me on my behalf. You don't have to do that. What factors are influencing your decision right now to be child free? Mm, That I am selfish and I like it. I'm not ready to be selfless. That's really my main decision. There's a few. The economy is a big one. I don't don't know how y'all with multiple kids are doing it. I know it's getting done, but I'm like, how? With inflation and things constantly going up, that scares me. Really the selflessness. I really love my freedom, my ability to like get up, go, make a move, come, go. And I appreciate the fact that nothing external outside of myself dictates my moves. When I'm going to go, how I'm going to go, when it's going to happen, if it's going to happen. It all comes down to me. Right. If I want to do something or not. And I I love that about my life. I really love it. And I I cannot see right now putting it down and picking the alternative up right i can't yeah i can't what about you what what factors i feel you on that one i personally have never just felt maternal Mm -hmm. i've never felt like oh my god i can't wait until i have kids i've never felt like that like i've 
I've just felt like it was like a kind of, huh, you know, like just indifferent about it. Yeah. And um, I remember when I was like in my long term relationship, you know how you just talk your shit about your plan. Yeah. For the future. And I remember telling him we started dating when we were like 23. And I think when I was like 25 ish or something, I was like, if I don't have kids by 30, I'm just not going to have any. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have them after that. And of course, the conversations weren't serious. But now I'm thinking like with me never really feeling like maternal and being kind of indifferent about it. What is stopping me from just saying, no, I don't want kids? Yeah. Because usually when I talk about it, it's yeah. this is what I say. I'm like, you know, I could go without kids. But if I meet a man and he really wants them. But when I think about if I'm like, if I meet a man and he really wants them, I would be open to yeah. the idea. But when I think about the large responsibility that comes with having a child, it needs to be a little bit more than if he really wants them. I'm open to the idea because. Mm-hmm. That's life changing. It is. It is. It's life changing. It is. So what do you feel like is keeping you from just saying, I don't want to do it? Societal pressures, how and how my option uh, definitive it is. It makes it like, you know, it's like I'm just it's like, no, I know. Then it's firm. Yeah. You got it. Once you say you stand on it. Yeah. You know, I was having the same um, thought recently as we were talking about this concept and we always have this conversation. But in my romantic relationship, well, I'll back up when I was in my early 20s. I was in a long term relationship. And at one point I did start feeling like we need to have kids. We need to be moving, progressing, but not out of desire. It was more out of timeline. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, we've been together this long. This is what you, this is just because this is what people say you do. And this is what everybody else is doing. Right. And and more so like, you don't, we weren't given options or choices as to you can choose to be a mom or not. It's a that choice. was never the narrative. That was never the dialogue not, or the conversation. It was you, you can you choose. You should be a mom. You, you will grow be. to be a mom. You will be. When you grow up, you're going to have kids. This is a part of life. It right. almost seems like you don't, like the same way we mature or not even mature because everybody don't mature, but the same way we age and it just happens. That's how it seems that parenthood or having children happens. Like as, as one, at some point, they're going to be inserted into your equation. You know, so when I was in that relationship, I was like, we need to, we need to. And as I've grown and that didn't happen, thank God for me, for me, thank God. Um, I was able to really sit with like, what is your desire around child children? How do you really feel about children? Is this something that you truly want or because everybody says you should do it? And as I've gotten older, my decision has leaned closer to like, I don't think it's a fit dog. Yeah. Like I'm like 90% sure. And I, and I get closer to a hundred percent as I age. And I see that there is life is still full without that. I know. I I feel you on that because that's another message that we were taught that was ingrained in us is like children make your life more full. Yeah. And without them, you'll be missing out on that fullness. Mm -hmm. And at first I used to think like maybe my desire to have kids is because I haven't been partnered with someone who Brings like, that out brings of that out of me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I don't think it's that. I don't think that's that for, I don't for think you it's or that. us. I think that can be the case for some people. Like it my can. mom. My mom did not want kids as she was growing up or being, you know, she met my dad and was like, I want to have kids for this person. I want to have children. I only want to have children with this person. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't him, she wasn't going to have any. Uh, but I don't, I don't feel that either. I don't feel that like strong pull. I haven't that felt that. This person is going to make me want to. 
bring forth life. Right. No. I don't feel that way. The girls haven't felt that. And I think it's important um, that we also make a note of acknowledging this and like labeling it as being child free by choice Mm -hmm. versus being childless. Yeah. Because those who are like considered childless, they do have a desire to have kids. They just haven't had them yet Mm -hmm. or they're unable to have them, unable to have them. So child free by choice. It is a choice. Child free. Yeah. It's a choice. Stay right there. We got more BGB coming right up. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this, Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words thin phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. 
I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormeals.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. So let's get into some of the common myths about being child free Mm -hmm. so the first one that i hear all the time is you're selfish you're selfish i'm so first you know (laughs) i'm not selfish you don't care about nobody but yourself you're selfish it's okay though why is it wrong to be selfish i have not inserted anything into my equation that would make it wrong for me to be selfish okay so what i'm selfish it's, I feel like that's even more responsible to be like, yo, I'm so selfish with myself. I prioritize myself so much in my time, the things that I want to do that I don't even want to bring something into the picture, something, someone, a little person, a little blessing from God. Right. I think that's something else to preface. Like we're not saying that children are not precious and blessings. We understand that that's the case. Yeah. But because they are that they are that they are that they I believe the children Germany. are future. Listen. <laughs> Teach them well and well. Okay, it's all of that. that it's all of that. However, I if I can be self-aware enough to say, hmm, I don't think so. I don't want I don't want to I don't want to touch that. I want to get in the ring. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't think anything is wrong with this. And I've been called, I've personally been called selfish in a relationship for expressing this about myself, about feeling like, you know, I'm good without kids. Mm-hmm. I was told that I was selfish and I got so offended. I'm like, how am I selfish? But I'm showing up for people in my life. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And self first. I am self first. I am self first. And I think it also has to do with getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've gotten adjusted and adapted Same. to this. Yeah. And I like it. And the more you see, like, again, that this is also a practical life, that this is also a good life. It also makes sense. I think prior and earlier, like 20s and earlier age, you couldn't even imagine or conceptualize what life could be like without kids in your mid 30s. No, it's like I have to have my children, my family, my house, my career. So once you get to this age and you're like, oh, I'm still popping. Like shit is still booming for me. I'm still out in the field and I don't have those things and I'm still thriving and having a great life and in great relationships and doing the things that I love. Like, huh, it's possible. It's It's possible. You don't don't know until you know. You don't know until you know. You don't know until you know. 
Another common myth is that if you don't have children or if you choose to be child free by choice, you don't like children. You know, it's like it's fuck them kids. Now, it could be fuck them kids, but it doesn't mean that I hate them kids. It could be fuck any kids for me, not fuck all kids. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Fuck fuck any kids that I might have. Like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck the idea of having kids from my womb. No. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You know how we talk. It's not. And really, it's, it's not that we don't like children because all of the children that are in our lives we love them and we pour into them. We are a part of their village. Right. I have a strong desire, a strong desire and need to be of value to my like nieces and nephew and my godchildren. That's very important to me to show up for them to also like rear them. Essentially, like it's a collective process. It's, right. a, it's a communal effort for us to love these children and raise these children. It's not just their parents who do yeah. the hard work. Like you step in too. And that matters to me. And, I don't not like kids. Like, right. You know? They don't have to be your own. They no. don't have to be your own. I am involved in tons of children's life lives. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike children. I love children. I love. Yeah, I do. I, love I do love children. And um, Rachel Cargill, she has this Instagram page called Rich Auntie Supreme because she has decided to be child free by choice. Period. She has declared it. And she has this rich auntie supreme Instagram account account where she pretty much champions those who have decided like, you know, this is a life that they want to lead. And she was like, being a rich auntie, you know, we, we all call ourselves rich auntie. And I saw a tweet this week that was like, so either rich aunties actually rich like mean and wealthy. And it's in like, spirit. we're rich in spirit. We're rich in spontaneity. <laughs> we're, we're rich, rich in, in freedom. <laughs> you know, some of us are rich in coins. Rich is subjective. Right. Rich you know what I'm saying? So yes, we can't call ourselves rich aunties because we are rich in a lot of things and we love these kids and we pour into them and they don't have to be ours. And we do like kids. Right. Um, Seth Rogen was being interviewed and talking about how him and his wife have decided that they don't want children um, and that people assume that about them. And he's like, bro, people, people swear. Like, I don't know what it's like to be around kids. Like, you're not going to know what it's like to have, like I've experienced children. Exactly. We all have had children around us. We know the vibes. I not know. being a parent doesn't mean that you don't have any knowledge or fucking wherewithal of what it's like to yeah. engage with children. And I just thought about that. I thought about how, how, you know, how I mentioned at the top of the episode, how a lot of people, don't question me about why I have kids, but it's probably because I'm not married and not currently in a relationship. Mm. But the people who are in marriages and even long-term relationships, that people don't let up asking right. them about when they're having kids. You, y'all, newsflash, there are a lot of married people and couples who are happy and who have decided that they don't want kids collectively. Like they made that decision. Yeah. Stop there some research asking that people marriages that. are happier without kids. There was, there was a study. Hey, there was a study that blame the research, the data, <laughs> the research, this is the data, the research says that couples are happier. Married couples are happier without the little nuggets. And and we're going to get it. They that. said that. But another myth is that if you don't have kids, if you decide to be child, child free by choice, you will be lonely mm-hmm. and alone. Both. I have thoughts about that. 
and regret having children both. having children does not guarantee that your kids are going to look after you when you get older or take care of you or step in and support you when you need it because or even like you or like you yeah or be competent capacitated enough to know that they can't like to help you what if you have a child who has a disabled who's disabled or developmentally delayed and you're banking on oh but this is going to you know ensure my future that this child will help me and take care of me no that didn't work out the way you planned right and we cannot go into the like with fear you can't make a decision mindset. you can't make a decision like that with that fear you know yes. if that if that was the sole reason why you decided you know what I got to put a trigger on this cuz I can't be in no home there's something called future planning. Right. I was talking to one of my docs at work and he's in his fifties. He doesn't have kids. And that conversation came up like, who's going to take care of you when he gets older. And he's like, my resources, my money. I've already put everything the way it's supposed to be. When I get older, if you are smart enough or prepared enough, planned enough, you'll have what you need to get to be prepared, to feel good. You have to. And, and that's tea with or without. And you're still in community with people. Like Girl, you still have, have nieces, nephews, friends, you know, you're yeah. still in community with people who will look out for you, hopefully, as you age and get to the point where you need more support. Exactly. And that's why that the other myth about you don't have a family mm. is exactly that a myth, because you do have a family. Yeah. Whatever you decide to call your family is a family. Period. Right now, me and Chloe are my, you know, nuclear, nuclear family, family in the home. But Nick, I have a family. Right. You know what I'm saying? My friends are family. My friend's family is my family. My other family, my immediate family is my family. Family is whatever you make it. Right. So to say that you won't have a family, if it's just you and your partner, you're a family. Yeah. I feel strongly about that one. Me and my nigga, my man. Yeah. (laughs) We are a family. Another myth is that you might be missing out on important aspect of life. It's a necessary part of your life. You're going to miss out on this thing called parenthood. Huh. Right. And that's just not true for everyone. No, my mom, my mom says it like you girl, you will love it. That's what she says. When I tell her like, mom, I don't really think I am. Yeah. yeah and then and that she'll be, she'll be, you'll love it. Once you, once you, uh, uh-uh, yeah, uh-uh. they, they, they love to say that when you're going to feel differently when you got your own. Some people don't though. Yeah. Some people don't feel differently. Yeah. Even though they love the child, they still feel like I am not happy with this decision. I do not like parenthood. Not that's saying the they don't love the child for me. The parenting part. And when I talk, me and Andres have so like multiple conversations. It's always a conversation, uh, which is very healthy for us to be talking very about. Good. You should be. What does this look like if this happened? Do you really want this to happen? And he shared something recently when we were at family night that initially he was kind of like, ah, oh, fuck them kids. Because he had, we have a four year age gap. So. I think about, okay, brother, I can't be laid up having no kid at 40 something years old. That's just not the, that's not my story. And it's not the story that I decide for myself. And I know that women are having kids at all ages. I'm sure that if I wanted to, I could. It's not a desire. My body's very capable to birth a child at any given age. However, it's not what I want. It's not what I prefer. Mm -hmm. And he was thinking, oh, there's all this time. There's all this time. How much time do you think there was? More than I have. I don't know. <laughs> and his idea for him, time is is infinite. It's no because oh, he can literally you. have yeah, a child right. anytime. Well, clearly, but so it's really not. Though. He's not. He wasn't as pressed as I'm. Like, look, we got to really talk about this thing because if this is what you see in your future, honestly, do you see it? 
Right. Do you see it? Because I have to tell you how I felt. So initially I was kind of like, I wasn't as firm as, or as close to the 90% as I, as I've gotten. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And he was kind of like, not right now vibe. Mm -hmm. And then the roles reversed. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, nah, bruh, mm -hmm. not right now. And he's been like, in a year or two, what you think? <laughs> what, right, babe? We gonna pop one out, at least one, huh? And he said it's kind of was like a little shocking and hurtful. When that, you told him that you were yeah. fuck them kids? <laughs> that little meme, okay. Yeah. Mm. That he felt that way. Kind of like. Hey. Listen, it's a it's a conversation. You have to have it. You have to have. You have to be have constantly to engaging in it. Like, do you, I always ask them? Do you really see yourself being a parent? Do you see yourself parenting? Because that's the part that I, I'm a little apprehensive about. The actual. I could give you the. Child. I know. I could someone, get the child here. When I was reading the article, she said that part of the decision, like, because she was on the fence about having children. Or not having them. It wasn't like a firm. Yes, yeah. I want to have kids. And she said she had to really think about her like mindset around it. And she realized like, I like the fun parts of it. Like picking out their clothes and having the like participating in the fun activities. But when it came down to the like the actual parenting, parenting I didn't like that part. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that I would like that part. And ultimately, that's what helped to drive her decision. Yeah. I'm like. What another driving well something that I feel like is very important if you're in a serious relationship is this talking about how how do you want to parent Hell how yeah. active do you see yourself being because that's the part that makes me put the brakes on it that's the part that be going over heads especially the men you want to talk to me about legacy and I I be telling Andres I need so my mini and we need to pop out one we need to pop out mm -mm, two mm -mm. well how are you popping up I tell him so explicitly this child's up? gonna be strapped to your body are you ready for that. <laughs> I don't want you to think that it's going to be any other way. It's going to be a very much so your your child, your child, your child. I need you to tap in on that. Girl. Because if if we go into it with the mindset of like, oh, I'm going to be the mom. I'm going to step up. And it's just the, the, the fact of the matter is the moms do be doing hella more, hella more, hella much. The, the moms do all of it. I have a lot to say about that. And, and you I know what? Because I have a lot to say about it. We're going to we're going to take a quick little break yeah. and we're going to come back around, circle back around because I have a lot of thoughts about that. So sit tight. We'll be right back with more Black Girl Bravado right after this. OK, y'all, we're back. So, yeah, picking up on that thought about the mothers being the primary parent, essentially. Yeah. There are many reasons why people choose to be child-free by choice. That is one of the top for me. Yeah. That's one of the top. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how the cake is cut. Yeah. My slice will be bigger. The mothers. Mothers. Yeah. Yeah. You They carry it. a lot on their back. And I tell all my friends that are mothers, everybody that I know is a mother, y'all deserve. Y'all deserve more than a Mother's Day. You need to be getting your feet kissed, rubbed, and a <laughs> daily. gift daily. There needs to be something daily because the cognitive load, yeah, having all the T's crossed and the I's dotted, the even with load. the present father, I don't care. The mothers be really. Yeah, it gives some fucking possum. The kids be on your back. <laughs> 
Okay, the mothers, you mothers be and I know there's a certain attachment because you carry them in your womb. A lot of you breastfeed and, you know, y'all do it better and all that. But, bruh. I'm such an equal opportunity person. It'll be out of me and onto you. <laughs> we would both be skin to skin at the same time. Lay down here so that the baby can feel you. Yeah, I know. There's a way that I'm sure it could be figured out. But yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's, it would be difficult in that part keeps me on this I haven't seen it spectrum. executed yet not to say it's impossible I just had I know eyes have not seen <laughs> eyes have not seen I just haven't seen it yet and that, I haven't it's, either it's and that's that what part, makes me feel like is it how, how does it happen how does it work it's that part for me because is it baby. a conversation is it a written contract is it a prep it's a mental prep that's what it is you have to mentally prep them you gotta mentally prep. is it something that you really want how bad do you really want this thing? Because I told you where I stand. And you also do need to have these conversations because I've had conversations with men who really firmly believe in gender roles. Mm. And that's a clear indicator for me. If you really are just locked in with the gender roles, that's a clear indicator that the arrangement yeah. probably won't work. Yeah. that And that I feel like in my specific situation, because my partner like... We'll do whatever. He'll do laundry, clean. He don't believe in gender roles, really. He would be like, yeah, let me get that baby and let me put it let on Let me get chest. that baby. And let me go to work. He always says that. He would. I. He knows how I stand, where I stand with it. And I think that that also, I am 90% sure. But the 10% I have reserved for the bending that is required in my romantic relationship. Because I'm like, do you really want to do it? If you really want to do it, I'm willing to sacrifice. And I use the word sacrifice because for me, it will really truly be a sacrifice, a labor of love. It's a labor of love. And I don't think that many people want to just come out and verbalize that. Well, it's because for some people, it's not. For, for But then I think about the people who don't feel like it was a choice and did it. And then they're like, hmm, I didn't even think if I really wanted to do this. And here I am in it. I mean, and that happens more than you know, because 50 percent of pregnancies are unplanned. And because of people's beliefs. You they know, just once the baby is once yeah. once the baby has been conceived, it's like okay, we no rocking with no it. You know, choice exactly. Um, so that happens a lot, which is why this is even more empowering. Being able to make the choice and being like, you know what, it's just not. Yeah, it's actually not for me. I've made a decision, and I think that's another reason why people should stop shaming and talk about it. Yeah, and talk and about, talk about it. it and talk about it. Like you know what. I love when I hear little girls say, and this is not because I think one way is better than the other or having kids is more, you know, right or wrong than the other. But when kids are like, I don't want to have kids. What kids say that? The same kids who be like, I can't wait to be a mother. I can't wait to be a mom. I haven't heard a kid say that. They are children who know already that they want to have a family. Because it's conditioning. Yeah. I'm gonna be they see their own nuclear family, what that looks like. I can't wait to have my own family. And it's okay for them to feel like I don't want to do it. Mom, I don't want kids. You might hear it like that, you know? And I'm like, good. Good that you have that even empowerment and you feel liberated enough to stand on it. Yeah. Even at this young age, because it is a choice. And the more we talk about it and the more we normalize women who don't have kids, want kids, the choice to, to not have children, it won't seem like so taboo. Right. It'll just be like, yeah, no, Auntie yeah, Germany like, don't have no kids. She don't yeah, want she none. don't want any. That's what Adrian had to tell. Oh, they kids. were asking you? Yeah. They didn't ask me, they asked her. Oh, okay. And she was like, she she really doesn't want kids. She doesn't want kids. And they were shocked. What? <laughs> and she, she, they were like, but she likes kids. And Adrian was like, she likes y'all. 
She really loves y'all. Yeah. I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. TT. Hello. She loves the sound of TT. So there was a um, University of Maine professor who, who interviewed 21 women and 10 men and came up with these from those from those interviews, gathered seven common reasons why people choose to be child free. Mm-hmm. And I resonate with a lot of them. Same. Let's so the first one is remaining child free as a conscious decision, not an accident. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there is a common misconception that people who are child free probably have intended to get pregnant at some point, And yeah. that's not that that don't be the case. There are some people who really declared I'm not rocking with it. And they rode with that. Yeah. OK, it's a conscious decision. I like that. So don't think it's by accident. We didn't get here. Yeah. Off the seat of by the seat of our pants. Another um, a common reason was that I came to the decision over time, not because of a single event. Now, I really like this one. This, this is a working decision, you yes. know, sort of like how we've come to the decision. Your experiences, your values mm-hmm. you know everything that you've kind of gone through over your the observation co- yeah it's like mm, i've come to the conclusion that it does not make sense for me yes maybe at one point it did maybe in the future there's still change. room yeah and i like to reserve that right too even having this episode and it being on wax and us saying how we feel right now there's still freedom and liberty to make a different decision should you change your mind Right. Whatever decision you choose. That's the liberty that you have. You reserve. You're able to you're able to make Make a a choice. choice. You're able to choose. (laughs) You're able to choose. Yeah, this is how it is right now. Um another reason why some people are child free is because they've always felt this way. They've always felt like, you know, I don't want kids. Mm -hmm. I've only heard one person say, Oh, I don't want kids. And she said that she has known that for some time. Period. And I really, I really enjoyed her saying that. I'm like, wow. Did it make you feel liberated that you could one day say it? I mean, no, I didn't even personalize it. I just thought that that was just in that moment. It just seemed really bold because it's not something that you hear people say. Yeah. And do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another common reason was that. You don't like how people's lives have changed after childhood, after having kids, after introducing the little ones into the picture. You don't like the way it looks. Yeah. Right. Observing that in your circles like, oh, wow. When they had kids, this happened. Their freedoms were lost or changed. Their responsibilities changed. And, you know, you can learn a lot about what you want from what you're seeing happening. around Hell you. Yeah. I think it kind of removes the rose colored glasses because before you don't know what you don't see. Listen. Then you get right up on and it's like, oh, that shit do stink. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think the generations before us, they wasn't keeping it to Virgils. Yeah. They weren't really sharing their experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now this generation, we're a little bit more transparent mm-hmm. and honest. Like I've told y'all before, my best friend, Kayla, I don't feel like she sugarcoats it. She enjoys it. And this is a she's wanted to be a mom and she enjoys motherhood. Yeah. But I'm able to see it. And I'm I able to see the motherhood, how it's impacting her, even if she loves it and enjoys it. It's kind of like, oh, would I like that impacting me that way? Exactly. Yeah. You know what? I want that for my life because this is what comes with it. Yeah. So would that work for me? And I think that there's a common thread there. 
there's a common thread there because even if you like it, there's going to be some changes. And I've seen that no matter who the mama is. And that's I've really, seen it all over line. That's really what it comes down to is when you have children, your life is going to change. Yeah. Drastically. Do I want my life to change like that? Do I want my life to change like that? I really enjoy my life like this. Like, you know, Same. you know, when you're really liking something and it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's kind of like that vibe. Like, if I'm trying to fix it, am I going to fuck it up? That Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I'm going to say. For me. For me. As for me. Like, am, I, am, I, am I adding something? Am I adding something? Or am I taking something away? It's giving big subtraction. That's how my mind works. Then you got to start pimdising and shit. Like, uh, pimdising. <laughs> I'm like. The parentheses. Am I actually the, adding... Or is it, which one do I do first? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. I don't know. And it's kind of like, girl. I, and if you feel that way, take a step back. Take a step back. You yeah. got to really think about it. Right. Is it giving big addition or big subtraction? Um, Another reason why people choose to be child free is because they just want to be closer to their partner. Mm, this they, one's me. This is you. This is me. Yes. Yes, I love how sexy my relationship is. Sexy. I love how sexy it is. I love the energy that we share, the chemistry that we share. And I feel like um, having some having children is such a responsibility and obligation that it will take the focus off of each other, both individually and collectively. And then we will have to start putting our energy towards another thing, which can be beautiful. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, but that part—it's not the primary focus. It, yeah, it the is. relationship is not. It, no, each other can be, but for the first few years, it's going to be the children, and maybe sometimes forever. Needs? I mean, the reason why people want kids is the same reason why some people don't want kids mm-hmm. because of the desire for a stronger relationship. So when you have those kids, like you're building a strong relationship with them, right? You know, you're you're building a relationship. Yeah. And when you when you don't, you're able to bring build that stronger relationship with your significant other. Yeah. And I really think that this is why we see a lot of people, not all. I have to get this disclaimer because people love to come in with the but not me. That's uh, fine. But not all. But I think this is why we see a lot of people, um, who have kids early on in the relationship without having that strong foundation built, the shit crumble as soon as that baby come, because it's like, we didn't even get to, yeah, we didn't even get an opportunity to connect walk in. and yeah, do all the things that we wanted to do that we needed to do. And now It'd we can't, we necessarily can't because we have to, the focus shift has our to focus be here to the little one. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I just, I, I, that, 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 is a biggie for me. We the already sexiness. got the dog. The sexiness. Yeah. <laughs> the sex- we already have the dog. We have the dog. The Girl, sexiness you know the is... the dog ain't nothing. No, it is something. It's something, but uh, compared to a child... That's why I feel like the dog is just enough. It's that little se- that it's little just additional that little entity. Bit, little piece, little, little little piece where we are caring for of, something together. Extinction of. Yeah, and I think that there's so... Speaking to this as being a person who's child feed by choice, and I can see myself living my days like this. Having the child in the midst of the two of you doesn't necessarily create a stronger bond. I'm just going to go out there and say it, go out on a limb. Yeah. It can sometimes, it'll sometimes tear it apart, like you mentioned. And I think that there's, 
so many other ways for you to strengthen strengthen the bond. Let's get some property or something. Thank you. Let's make an investment. Let's start a business. Brittany, yes. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. You can start a business. You can come up with a hobby that you guys both want to invest in. It takes a lot of energy and work. Like, girl, you know we got to get out here and do this. You can be building towards a thing and it does not have to be a person. You know whose child-free relationship I admire? Whose? Jamel and her husband. Beautiful. They look like they have and I'm not speaking on like, you know, their decision. Right. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the, the current, current state. state. They look like they just have a great time. A ball. Enjoying each other. A blast. Traveling. A blast. Joking. And I think it also depends on what are your values. Yeah. What is it, your value? It's definitely and your you values know, matter. Your values matter. Yeah. And your I'm core talk- desire feelings. Yeah. 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 But for, for me, it is like the lightness, the fun, the romance, the sexiness in my relationship. And I feel like uh, certain things will threaten that. It will compromise it if we want to use better language. Yeah. It'll be compromised. Yeah. And I just am not ready for that. Yeah. Okay. Another um, common reason is having children will put limits on what I can do in life, what I want to do. This is it for me. Maybe you're a spontaneous girly. Maybe you want to pick up and go. You want to stay out late. You want to decide, hey, you know, actually, I don't want to do that thing that I thought. Actually, I, I don't do. want to cook dinner for the week. I, and I just want to eat charcuterie bowls and drink wine. <laughs> girl dinner. <laughs> girl dinner. Exactly. I want a girl dinner. I want to girl dinner. That is okay. And the thing is, this reason was more common in men because men, and that's why you really have to have those conversations are more centered on what they want to do and what they can do. Mm. The women already go in it with the mind of sacrifice, compromise, all that shit. And yeah. Men are thinking like, uh, what you mean I can't go play basketball tonight right. or I can't pick up and go. It's like you actually can't. You can't. You cannot. When we decide to have the child, remember? We both are that, making changes that switched. sacrifices. But the type of person that I am and where I'm at in life right now and how much further I want to go, I'm like Issa. I don't want nothing holding me back. You know, I, yeah. I I don't want anything holding me back right now. I'm not where I want to be. And I know a kid slows you down. It doesn't make your dreams impossible. Right. You can't still achieve them. It may look differently. It may take longer. But right now, while I have the choice, I don't want to implement it. And that's just that. There's just things that I want to do. Girl. And because I'm getting older... I got to put all my energy into it, baby. I got to put all of it, everything that I got. I'm getting older, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. So the final common reason um, why people may decide to be child free is because it's the responsible decision for them. Mm -hmm. They may be considering their finances. Yeah. The economy. The economy. The environment. The environment. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah, the overpopulation, all of that. And they might be like, you know what? I'm not going to add to it. It's not the best decision. I'm going to sit it out. It's not the best decision for me. Maybe even their mental health, Mm. you know, the knowledge of your priorities and your capacity. Listen, it could just be like, this is not the great decision for me. I'm not partnered with anyone and I don't want to take it on on my own. That's real too. Or maybe me and my partner might not be greatest parents together. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just a responsible decision that they have decided to make. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Okay, y'all. So 
we've gotten into a lot, but there's still more. So, okay, chickadees and um, boyities. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here. Now, before I get into what I usually have to say, we have a retreat going on. Uh-huh. I want to kick it off with that. We have a retreat going on. We're going to Belize with our girlies. May 3rd, 4th. May 3rd, May 3rd through, through the, the 7th. 7th. May, May 3rd, 3rd through the 7th. 7th. We're going to Belize. We're going to have a good, grand, beautiful time connecting, enjoying ourselves, enjoying Belize, which is beautiful. And we want y'all to come with us. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, if you can see yourself on a boat with a thonkini sipping mm. on a drink, a Listen. cocktail with other beautiful black that? women. Who can't see that? Like-minded black women. Listen. Then you're in luck because we have a couple of spots left. That information is down in the show notes. Drop your deposit. You have some time to pay for it. We love a payment plan. We love a payment plan. And yeah, let's have a good time. Don't don't miss out because last year we had a great time. Don't sleep. Okay, so next we can't continue this show without telling you. Make sure you hit that little bell so that you don't miss anything Black or Bravado related. Make sure you follow the show so that it makes it even easier for you to get your episodes without even thinking about it, baby. And also engage with the content. Let us know how you enjoyed the show. Share the show. Put it in your group chat. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Share it on your story. This show has grown very organically and naturally via word of mouth and just people really loving it and sharing it with their homies. So we want to keep that up. You we know do. We have like. to keep it up. Yeah. We have to keep it up. Yeah. It's not an option. Yeah. You know what it's like when somebody puts you on. Be the person who's doing the putting on. That part. Be the person that this week. Speaking of putting on, let me put you on. So if you love what you hear here, we have an exclusive exclusive membership community, the Homegirl Hangout on Patreon, where we talk our shit on our monthly check-ins. We also have bonus episodes, challenges. We have our book club. We're going to get cracking with a new book here soon. And we would love to have y'all over there. I'm sure you will enjoy it. There's years worth of things over there for Literally y'all. Literally years. years. A catalog, okay. Um, And so that information is down in the show notes. And I want to shout out two girlies, Jess and Kirsty, who joined us this week. Welcome, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Hey, booze. And would love to see more of you over there. Yes. Okay. So that's that. Let's get back into the show. Mm-hmm. So it's time for our next segment, Tools for Your Toolkit. We would not be us if we weren't giving you tips and tricks to navigate your child-free life. So again, deciding to have children, it's a very unique and personal decision that you're making for yourself. Um, Nobody can really tell you what's right for you. Even us here giving talking our shit right you know this is just our opinion and how it makes sense for us but it's really important for you to come to your own conclusions and figure out why you're making your own decision and this segment is just here to help you figure those things out or at least start the conversation to get your mind going Mm -hmm. um so i was shocked to learn that there are parenthood clarity therapists Mm. i had never heard of that i mean i i therapists they do it all so there is a parenthood clarity therapist who goes by the name of ann davidman and she shared some good tips for those who may be 
struggling with the complex feelings around their decision to be a parent or not because mm-hmm. it could go either way you can have the the complexities and the the difficulty deciding either way yeah, you know for sure so the first thing that she suggested is to accept that indecision is more complex than what's on the surface and not because something is wrong with you mm-hmm. nothing's wrong with you if you feel like oh I don't know if this is for me. Although people may try to tell you something's wrong with you, nothing's wrong with you. So I feel like just being aware of that makes us feel better. Knowing that we are not alone. That makes me feel better. That, That personally makes me feel better. Yeah. So that's the first step. Yeah. She also, um, Suggested that you make a list of decisions that you made because you knew in your gut that it was a right decision. So this is separate from the child, the children, right? But decisions that you've eventually had to come and say, hmm, I said that I did it. I meant it. And this is how I feel about it. Once you can really reflect on times where you've made a good gut decision, a yes or a no, Mm -hmm. then this should be the feeling that you have when you decide yes or no, I want children or not. Yeah, it should be a hell yes or a hell no. That's really important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, with my human design. Yeah, really feeling good about a decision. Yeah, that sensation that you feel when you're like, yeah, I know for sure that this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I feel really good about it. You should have that same sensation when you're making a life altering decision. I agree. The final tip, um, she says, create separation between desire desire and decision by putting the decision to the sidelines until clarity of your desire is known Mm. to do this make a list of all your fears related to this decision then list all the specifics or externals in your life that you can't stop thinking about that's age health career relationship status etc then put these two lists in an envelope and put that envelope out of sight do not look at it or entertain anything in it until you have clarity of your desire And you know why you want what you want. The why is important, not because you owe anyone an explanation, but because you need to know what is driving your desire from the inside out so that you can be honest with yourself. The why. And I think that's so important. It's so important. Like I said earlier in the episode, the little part that I'm like, uh, it needs to be clear. You know, like, what really do you want? Mm -hmm. What really do you want? Because this is a decision that is going to affect you. And you're going to have to live with it. You're going to have to live with it. Yeah. Even if the person that you thought was so perfect just and y'all happen to not work out. Listen. The decision's already made. So you got to lock in. <laughs> make sure this is a desire, you know? Yeah. So hopefully this helped you, you know? And even if this is not your jam, it provided you with some insight Mm-hmm. and tools to navigate with people whose jam it is yeah or for you to have these tough conversations around what it looks like for people to make various decisions you know yes hopefully now you can be more compassionate or empathetic to those who have made a decision that is different from your own and i can do the same yeah because sometimes i'm like oh you did that another <laughs> you wanted to do this. you're sacrificing more wow yeah 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 it goes both ways it It goes goes both both ways ways. yeah you know just be happy for people with whatever they decide to do listen because everybody's living their own life Mm -hmm. some people really just have been wanting kids and who am i to judge who am am i but anywho we digress yes 
Okay, y'all, it is time to pick up your pen. We're, We're dropping, dropping a gem. gem. So the gems this week, there's a couple gems. The first gem is the Rich Auntie Supreme Instagram account. If you are child-free by choice, if you're considering being child-free by choice, I think that this is a good resource that just has fun little memes, but also some good insight on there. It's a community. You know, we love community with like-minded folks. Yeah. So there's that. There's also a book. This book is called Child Free by Choice, The Movement, Redefining Family and Creating a New Age of Independence. Um, and this is written by a Dr. Amy Blackstone. It has great reviews on Amazon. And, you know, we love some literature to back up feeling. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we love it. What can we read? What can we read? What can we read? Okay, well, that was really good. I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm glad. We have these conversations and we have this talk about this topic all the time. Amongst self. Amongst ourselves mm -hmm. and, you know, even amongst a few close girlfriends. Yeah. Um. So it's really been refreshing that we can bring it here to the pod and hopefully start a dialogue, dialogue with y'all that you can, again, take back and share with your friends and open the the open the conversation. Yeah, get it started. Get it started. Don't be fearful. And if your family's pressuring you to make a decision that you don't want to make, fuck them. Okay. That's it. This you is your life. You go have some more kids. It's your life. So that's going to be it for this episode. We will see y'all next week. In a new month, in a new series. Mm, love you. Bye. Bye.